When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Woke up this morning. I love this song. Ladies and gentlemen, time to be with the family with Doug Sprinthal and Andy Rampernard. Special guest coming up today. He'll be in for car selling secrets. We'll talk about it then. Uncle Tom Ryan. Uncle Tom Ryan. Exactly. Uncle Two Toms. Toms. Two Uncle Toms, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Uncle Tommy, I guess I am, though, actually. We will be right back to kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer. for. <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Dougie Wuggy. <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> yeah. I got some good news for you guys. You can mention this to Shelly tonight when you have dinner with her. The uh, Walzer Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan House of JLo are rejoining the morning show uh, in August. Yep. They got their Wonderful. salespeople hired, uh, their inventory position's getting better, and it's like we want to spend money and become number one and number two in the Twin Cities. So. If you're in the market for Nissan, check out Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Uh, and I, I'm glad those guys are coming back. It was, you know, it was tough on some of the stores uh, during the height of the, the COVID slowdown. I mean, there was nobody coming in at all in April, and so a lot of companies cut their budgets back. And, right. But I think it's a healthy sign for all of us that they are starting to come back. And now Pat will be calling me a lot less. Thank God. Can you get him to call me less, too? I doubt it. Why? Can't we work on it? Can we at least work on it? I got an email to, uh, well, I'll do this in this show. Actually. Okay, I'm done. Uh, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Okay, so when I, when I see Shelly saying, it's the, it's Burnsville, what? Yeah, uh, Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids took over that uh, spot that, Toyota let slide a while ago. Where's that? 
Remember we were doing side ads on Toyota? Yeah, sure. And they stopped doing that, I think, it was around the first year. Oh, I thought year. you meant they took over the, their positioning in the city. No, like, no, 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 no. So they, they picked up the, the KQ Morning and Show endorsement, and then all of a sudden April hit, and they went, crap, what are we going to do? So yeah, right, exactly. So it's They went it's on Burnsville. hiatus for a little bit, so it's Burnsville Nissan. Burnsville Nissan. And uh, Coon Rapids Nissan, home Coon of Chalo. Okay, so basically they don't know about that yet over at the Q. Well, Pat... I think no. So if Pat oh, knows. Great. Well, then I guarantee he's standing on the roof yelling it out now. <laughs> I am a master closer. Yeah, you are a master closer. <laughs> no, I meant that's you? what Pat would say. Oh, that's yeah. Well, that is what Pat would say. <laughs> You're absolutely right about that. That is 100 percent true. In any case, we got Tim. We got Timmy with us. Mm-hmm. Timmy. Hey, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. What's going on, homie? What is the name of that movie from this morning? I was gonna gonna put it on my call. I mean, my movie waiting list. What is it called again? It's called Most Wanted. Most Wanted. Yeah, that's the one I want to get. With Josh Hartnett and Jim Gaffigan, and Doug and and Andy. I was telling Tom how wonderful of a, not only dramatic but a menacing badass that Jim Gaffigan could be. Wow, <laughs> I know it's amazing. It is. You know, I, it's so great. Do you remember, I think it was, I can't remember, that Brian De Palma did a movie and John Lithgow played a bad guy? Oh, and that was like 35 years ago. That was a great movie. And he, he was just, like it was kind killer, of the same right? thing. Right. Yeah, because I, I remember that. Other than that, John Lithgow's playing Roberta Muldoon and World According to Garp and all these kind of puffy, weird characters. And then he plays a psycho killer. So I wonder if it's like the Jim Gaffigan take on well, that. There was an interesting thing that Tom said this morning, and I actually thought about it watching this film. Tommy said, you know, he could slide into the Philip Seymour Hoffman role. No doubt about it. Gaffigan could, because, you know, he he looks like him, kind of. I mean, they resemble each other, Mm -hmm. the same sorts of mannerisms, and they're really diverse. I mean, they got a wide range. Uh... You know, I mean, Hoffman could do everything, and certainly Gaffigan is proving he can do everything. I mean, I'm thinking the only dramatic role I caught him in prior to this was in Chappaquiddick, where he was just basically playing it straight. I mean, he was one of uh, Ted Kennedy's cronies. You know, they were looking for a way to, you know, cover up the the drowning of Mary Jo Kopechny or whatever. But that was, you know, this this is just different. I mean, the, 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 the first scene that you see him in, you don't even realize it's him, partially because he has his back to the camera, but also because of what he's doing. And I don't want to tell you what he's doing, but it's like, so not Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> and well, then, and are... then he lets it loose. And the first scene that he's in is probably the best as far as getting real badass with people. Those are those are some big shoes to fill, because I'm a huge Philip Seymour Hoffman fan. He might be the greatest actor of his generation, I think. Oh, phenomenal. Um, so yeah. th- that he and can we're not even comparing a, a, him necessarily and saying, you know, he's got a ways to go, but certainly he's got a lot of promise as far as those sorts of roles are mm. concerned. Cool. Yeah, you know, so, you know, for whatever it's worth, I mean... Tommy, once you see it, I mean, I hope I'm not hyping it up too much. No, you I know, like both that, those guys a lot. That and, and Josh Hartnett. I mean, Hartnett, again, it's kind of weird how he is not hes not a bigger star than he is. I mean, he started off big. I mean, he's working with Warren Beatty and Harrison Ford. and You know, he really got out of the gate real hot. And then I think 
by his own design, sort of dialed it back and, and refused roles that really would have made him a bigger star than he is already. So, you know, but what I found is that while he was great back then, I, I just think he's even better. He just, the way he carries himself, the sort of uh, the charisma that he has, you know, he really has a presence about him in this movie, and he really carries the movie, even though the movie isn't entirely his. So, you know, two good reasons to watch Most Wanted. Yes, I will definitely watch it this weekend. Most wanted. I got to remember to enter that. That'll be very. I cool. can text it to you too. Yeah, uh, you know. And then I, I know Doug, you were you recommending, and I, I actually I don't know if you got my text, Tommy. I, I recommended, uh, even though I haven't seen it myself, I saw the trailer, uh, the Netflix documentary on the New York mob. Oh, New York versus the mob. Oh, yeah, yeah I watched the first. The mob, it's yeah. I think five or six episodes long. We Sarah and I watched the first one last night, and it was. It was really, really good. I, you know, I texted it to Mike Bryant, too, and I don't know if he got a chance to see it, but uh, he was obviously interested when I, I sent him the text because, yeah, I just haven't gotten around to it. I actually did watch another um, deal on uh, it was Amazon Prime, uh, Jim Gaffigan's comedy uh, deal. It's called The Pale Tourist, where he goes to different countries and you know introduces himself to the locals and gets to know the culture, and then he crafts a stand-up around the culture and the first one is in canada the next one i think will be in spain but the first one in canada is a real hoot i mean it was really really funny so <coughs> some good stuff out there excuse me <coughs> oh man every time i go outside because i just got back in front side every time i go outside i sneeze what's in the what is it in yeah, the air there's something having... that happened to me on the way over here in the motorcycle i started sneezing in my helmet <laughs> Oh, that's never fun. You started sneezing in your helmet? It's a little gross. Are you, where are your goggles, by the way? Oh, Fauci now says, no, yeah, there you go. Did you see that, Andy? Mm-mm. Dr. Fauci now says, not only a mask, you got to wear goggles now, too. Seems like a little much. Well, you can't get it in your eyes. What a, I mean, they're mm-hmm. just going, watch what I make these fools do next. Well, you know, there was a, he was, I don't know who was, Osterholm actually mentioned it, too, how... How if somebody sneezes or whatever, the particles can stay in the air for an hour or whatever. Oh, ten years, I, they're I, saying ten, now. Yeah, ten years now, exactly. Ten years. Ten years. And uh, I wear sunglasses inside now. Uh, you know, it's kind of fun with the mask and the sunglasses. Well, Nobody you're kind of a bad idea. Yeah, well, there is that. I always wear sunglasses inside. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I don't want to take any chance of getting that covid air in my eyes. But, yeah, it's kind of oh, funny how... Yeah. Why isn't it that if it were so important that he didn't say it right away? Why now? Yeah. Why now that the virus is, like, on its way out in America? Oh, no, it's getting much worse, Andy. It's come roaring back. Mm-hmm. I bet. Uh, just remember, Andy, you can't get any more drinks at the bar in Minneapolis. you no, got to stay you got to stay outside. I don't know if I've ever gotten a drink at the bar in Minneapolis. So... <laughs> I don't think you have, I think to tell you you can you stay inside. You just have to sit at tables, is what I read. Uh, you just can't go to the bar itself. So in the Mini- city of served, Minneapolis, yeah. you cannot sit indoors and drink. Apparently. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, what... We are currently, by the way... In the beginning of ragweed season. Aha! Uh-huh. That's what it is. Oh, yes, I'm really allergic to that crap. No wonder. It's early. It is really it early. It doesn't hit it? till the middle of August. Dang it. It's the That's, worst news ever. I knew it had to be something like that. Yeah, I've been, I've been sneezing like My man. eyes have been awful. I've been, yeah, nope. sneezing a lot. Time to take drugs. Yep. Time to start j- getting Get jazzed up. 
Get clear and clear. I want to tell you guys something. So, Timmy, you're going to stay with us for another segment, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm for those, you know, until after, until Cars Selling Secrets today. So, yeah. Somebody asked me if I would do this, so I said, that's no, there's no way that's true. Uh, they asked me to enter things uh, on Google, you know, Gmail, mm-hmm. Google, right? Gmail. And Gmail's owned by Google. It's Google right. Mail, right? Well, yeah, yeah, but are you Googling things or are you Gmailing them? Well, I could Google it. I suppose oh, I could probably okay. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just in a search. Yeah. So let me, I'll go back. So I'll go back to Google Chrome. And then you just, then you just search there under Google, right? Mm-hmm. Because they said if you don't enter it, if you enter certain things in there on Google, they will not show up. Really? Yep. There are things that, that these, well, it's Google, it's Facebook, mm-hmm. it's Twitter, all of them. If they don't want you to know something, it ain't going to show up in your search. Oh, I've seen uh, little news sites on the Internet show their incoming traffic from Google. It's, you know, it's just like a standard graph until, I don't know when it was, a couple of days ago, I think they changed their algorithm, quote, unquote, and it just flatlines. Hmm. Literally no traffic from Google for a certain uh, they're, search. They're, they're, they're for always jacking Huh? Um, were you searching for something in particular that didn't show up or yield uh, results? Yeah, well, I'm, gonna, I'm doing it again, but as soon as I finish it, I'll tell you exactly what it is. How to get yellow cake uranium. Big butt daddy. Yes, a big mm-hmm. butt daddy. I'd like to see some <laughs> huge guy. Yeah, sure you can find that. They're all, That's they, what I'm they looking always for. jack with their uh, programming. And the reason for this is advertisers like me and really smart advertisers constantly try to game Google. Yep. So Google's always changing their stuff to try to stay ahead of people that want free advertising, like me. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, um, yeah, it it does not show it doesn't show up totally on here. Well, they just threw, they sent me a, a suggestion that I type in how many assistants did Michelle Obama have in in Washington, and it shows up on Politifact as half true. Mm-hmm. Well, either it's true or it isn't. If it's the number's 23, oh, it's either that. 23, it like 23 or, or 24 or something like that. It was 44, making... actually. Wow. Okay. Well, on lot. Twitter, they're sure promoting her podcast today, though. Oh, are they? Oh, she's yeah. got a big podcast now, does she? Yeah. Unbelievable. Spotify. Unbelievable. I think Obama's speaking right now, as a matter of fact. Yeah? John Lewis's free funeral. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, right. Bush yeah. and Clinton are all there. Uh, I want you to do me a favor, and nothing against John Lewis, of course. Honoring John Lewis is terrific and all the rest of it, right? Um, how long? I do not take 10 days to bury me. I'm just telling you. <laughs> well, don't I, I do don't it. think you're going to have to worry about laying in state at the Capitol. I, no, no, no offense. No, probably not. But probably not. I mean, lying in state only one guy like every Calders. four or five years gets to do that. You know, the greatest thing about that... <laughs> All I think about is him sitting there in that casket for 10 days now, isn't it? Something yeah, like that. Is, well, no, I think time. it's only been this week, I think. It's only we been a week. We can look it up. But, but I mean, it, it's, they're having his funeral right now, so he's going in pretty quick. He's yeah. going in pretty quick. But I thought of Richard Pryor all the way. <laughs> you walk up to it in the, in the, in the uh, deal and go, what in the fuck is that funky's mail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially because they had him outside. He wasn't actually in oh, the rotunda. Geez, we got to take a break here. Oh. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to be with you. One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that important? Well, two things. First, as a locally owned and operated bank, 
We move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state or making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday. Well, that sounds like a great way to do business. All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. You can't play that. No? It's a Confederate song. What's wrong with you? (laughs) South of the Mason-Dixon line. It's forbidden. Tommy stepped out for a minute. He's on a very high-level important phone call with WDGY. Yeah. Tim, are you there? A while ago... I had mentioned, I think it was supposed to come out in April, and then it just disappeared from the release calendar for digital. But I finally saw the Jesus Rolls, which Jesus is the, Roll? the spin-up. I was going to spin-off. I was going to say follow-up, but the spin-off uh, for the Big Lebowski. The oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. John Turturro. Yep. Hold on. Shoo. See, now I got it. Right, oh, wait. Everyone's um, sneezing. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, um, do not waste your time. I was going to say, how do they make a movie out of a bit character like that? Uh. Well, that's what I didn't realize, because I was talking with Tom this morning about, and Tom feels the same way. I mean, we both liked the movie, thought there were some funny parts, but weren't totally blown away like a lot of people were. So, I mean, I I had to go back and watch it, because it's been 22 years since Lebowski came out. And you're Mm -hmm. right, I mean... Uh, Jesus Quintana is in about two minutes and two scenes. That's mm. it. Yeah, the, the and, Goodman and character would have. How you kind of build a character from there? The Goodman character would have been better. Yeah. I think. <coughs> I agree. We have a caller for you, by the way, Tim. Oh, okay. It's Polly. Hello. Hey guys. Hey, how are you guys? How are y'all doing today? Not very good. Uh, <laughs> Allergic. <laughs> hey, Lammers. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hey, I was wondering what you're thinking about the Apple TV Plus movies that are coming out. I watched the the movie with Tom Hanks called Greyhound. Yeah. And I wasn't that impressed. It seems like it's just a lot of, um, what do you call it, CGI? Yeah. Or whatever. But I, I I like the story, but I think they did a bad job presenting it. What do you think? It's interesting because that was supposed to be in theaters. Sony was supposed to release that uh, Father's Day weekend. And 
I think that you probably realized it too. It, it would have been a lot better probably on the big screen. That's one of those movies that I, I don't think it, it they, the studio did themselves any favors, um, you know, selling it to Apple. Or maybe they did because Apple bought it for seventy million dollars. Um, um, wow. But you know, it's just one of those movies that was designed for the big screen, and it just is—I don't think. I, yeah, it—it it is kind of flat, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. and, and Tom Hanks' performance isn't there either. It's okay, it's good, but I—I I don't know. It just seems to me that it would have been a lot better seeing it in a bigger presentation. Yeah, I agree with you there. Yep. But Apple and, TV um, Plus, overall, I like it. They don't have nearly the offerings of Netflix, but what they do have uh, is quality. I mean, most everything that's original that comes out there, uh, there's the morning show. Uh, there's a great oh, movie was, called The Banker with Anthony Mackie and Samuel L. Jackson, original movie, which is terrific. So whatever they do... Hey, 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 out, hey, hey hang on, Tom's back. Stop talking about him. My, well, my, next, my next question was, uh, what did you think about the the morning show thing? Because I really love that. Yeah, they, I they thought it was great. They kind of it out in the middle, but, it, but... And then, it, I don't know, the ending wasn't all that great, but I thought it was really... I mean... They were kind of putting the screws on Matt Lauer there, weren't they? <laughs> you know, <with laughs> yeah, the yeah it, and all that. It did seem like a rip from the headline sort of deal, and uh, they there were some things in there that, uh, oddly enough, paralleled what uh, Matt Lauer quote unquote allegedly did in real life. You might have noticed there was a scene where, uh, when the door shut in his office, yeah, he had a button, button that he pushed yep. that it would lock, and Matt Lauer indeed had one of those. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was really a creepy show, and the, the guy that really is convincing there, another one of these guys like Jim Gaffigan, who can be very funny but can also be really scary or sleazy, is, is Steve Carell. So and Steve Carell is oh, the yeah, Matt Lauer was, character in this, and he was terrific. Hmm. So did Tom Hanks basically lost people? That was really amazing. What? Mm, that's what were you saying, uh, Doug? I said, did uh, Tom Hanks basically lock people in his office and do Forrest Gump imitations? Is that the? <laughs> yeah, he locked them in his quarters no. on the ship. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. Steve Carell is in that no, one. He... It, Jennifer Aniston Another stars in it too. Tom Hanks never ate once. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? You know, Tom Hanks never eats in movies. No, no. Unless it's, uh, he's good, like a, he's a good in it, but he's not his best, that's for sure. Hey, by the way, could I give Tommy one suggestion here? I would like to hear Doug Sprintall, Mike Gelfand, and um, Philly singing Jingle Bells. Um, I would like to have that as my ringtone on my phone because I will definitely get my attention and say, whoop, time to answer the phone. Mm. All right, we'll work on it. <laughs> Might be tough to put together. I don't know if okay. Mike's going to come out of isolation for the next 40 years. Well, it's afternoon. I mean, you should be awake by now. Well. So, all right, well, whatever. All right, kind of stepped on everything. Bye. All right, thanks for calling. See yeah, thanks for calling, man. <laughs> What time are we out, Andy? We're over halfway done already. Oh, you're halfway? Yeah. Okay, once you hit it up, I'm, we'll do five more minutes. I'm watching the clock. Well, I'd like to watch the clock with you. Could you put it at five minutes? <laughs> I can't <laughs> Thank really. you very much. Three and a half is when it'll be. Oh, three and a half is when it's over? Yeah, we're okay, already. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I just and, wanted to make sure. 
Tell I me, I, I was mentioning to Doug how he needs to avoid the Jesus rolls. Oh, oh yeah. yeah God, I mean, terrible. one thing I didn't mention, I don't think I did this morning, it's just, you know, when you got that forced humor and it's really uncomfortable and they do things that are, like, really on the line where it's like, okay, did you really go there? It's just, I don't know what the hell Totoro was thinking with this movie because he took an old rehashed plot of a French comedy from 1974 and basically plugged in the, the Jesus Quintana character in this plot. It was just bizarre. He should have done so Disco Stew movie. instead. Disco Stew. <laughs> From One-Eyed Jimmy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, so avoid that, Doug. I know you like the... You're a bigger fan of Lebowski, aren't you? I, You know, I don't think it's the most brilliant thing I've ever seen, but there's so many... It's it's like Pulp Fiction. There's so many little scenes in there that are just perfect, but when you put it all together, it's just kind of a weird yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't love it. I mean, yeah, it is. The John, there's a lot of weirdness, there's for sure. The John Goodman, uh, Steve Buscemi scenes are all just fabulous. Because <laughs> Steve's character, Donnie, is such a complete dope, and Goodman is crazy. Those are the, but, but then there's other parts of it that are just kind of slow. Yeah, how many different ways can you say shut the f up, Donnie? Yeah, well, if you're John <laughs> Goodman, quite a few actually. Yeah, yeah, and and I was telling Tom this morning, I, I guess it's because you know from the first time I'd seen it till now, I've just gotten to love Jeff Bridges that much more that it's just like man, he is so great. He is so great in this movie and everything he does. But God, I, yeah, I really love the dude. That's for sure. <laughs> My favorite scene in that movie with him is when he gets his uh, car stolen and it's impounded, and he's mm-hmm. and he's trying he's filing the police report. Which movie <laughs> is this? The Big Lebowski. I'm not a fan. And of And the cop movie. goes, "Yeah, we'll get our top men on it," and he just starts laughing because it's a five dollar it. car. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was okay, but what you know, whenever anybody raves about a movie over and over, and then I go see it, and went, what are you raving about? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. always disappointing. It is always. That's how I felt about this one. That's exactly how I felt. Yeah, it's too bad because there are a lot of great people in that movie. It's a great premise and all the rest of it. Jeff Bridges is terrific. Wow, everybody's terrific. It's just not that funny. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. I love Sam Elliott. Yeah, that's the amazing thing. You like everybody in it. All the actors are terrific. Usually the Coen brothers write good movies, but that. And and why everybody thinks that's such a great movie, I will never understand. I don't get it. I don't understand in the least, but that's just me. You know what I mean? Need yeah. Stephen Root. He makes all Stephen the Coen I love him. Yeah, He's Stephen awesome. Root is terrific. Plus, he looks like Sansevier. Anyway, so we got, well, he does. You ever notice that? He, he does, does, actually. He does. I think about it every time, in fact. Uh, I think you were the first person that made that observation, Tom. And every time I, I see Stephen Root in a movie, I think of, of Sanny. Yeah, well, there's no question about it. We've got to take a break here. We have one more say. You staying for another segment? you got to go. Yes, sir. No, I can stay. Okay, we'll be right back. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. 
Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. We're dancing up a storm, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I know. In any case, we are back. We got a special. Have, have you introduced? Tommy I have not. Just, well, it's time. I'm just well, I suppose we can in studio. Why and he's not? here really for car selling secrets, but he's so excited he didn't sleep all night. Uh, Tom Ryan Jr. joins us. For, you're the first triple, I think. We've had a few double. Oh, yeah, really? Yes, I think you're so. the first three timer. Wow. Well, I'm honored. And I had Excited. Ilhan Omar was lined up, and she canceled. Well, actually, she was never lined up. That's all right. <laughs> and I ran into Tom Monday. I'm like, I need a guest. Hey, would you? <laughs> okay, I'll do it. I'm so, in town. Yeah. Happy to do it. Happy I to be here. I think it's terrific. We can talk about things like, oh, people who read. <laughs> right. Because nobody does that anymore. I was saying, uh, Brian Zepp, who just came back to the show a couple months ago, he's a voracious reader, reads everything. And, you know, I just, I find it. You, have a, you can gain a lot of knowledge by reading. I don't know if people yeah, know that they or do not. conceal information in those books, <laughs> they don't they? They conceal information in there. It's true. No, it's it's amazing. Yeah, you know, it's fun. You guys were just talking about the Coen brothers. I'm a proud Oriole from St. Louis Park and the Coen brothers. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. One, ahead, one year ahead of me. Um, but they were St. Louis Park grads. They were indeed. Um, no, are they? Are they twins? Or are they this? No. Oh, okay. All right. So I know they're very close in age. Yeah. They Joel, are. I think, is older, and then Ethan. Ethan is younger. Is younger. So I was. I graduated in '77. Uh, Ethan graduated in '76. Were they kind of dinks back then? No, actually, you know, it's funny. In Fargo, um, they made reference to. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the wildlife artist uh, Bob Hotman or mm-hmm. the Hotman Brothers. But the yep. um, Cohen brothers lived next door to the Hotman brothers, or the whole Hotman family. Yeah. And so, no, they were great guys. And uh, um, the Hotmans were are, turned out to be wonderful artists, and one of them's a New York Times bestselling author as well. Mm. Yeah, he's a good buddy well, of Mike Lindell's, couple, I think. Um, That's right. Yep. Minnesota references in, the, in Lebowski. I mean, there's a, is it Moorhead, Minnesota, where yeah. the wife that goes missing... He's from there. And then at the end, I couldn't quite tell. I'm pretty sure the bowling shirt that uh, the dude was wearing said Medina on the back. Oh, yeah. The Medina yeah, Ballroom. Medina Ballroom. <laughs> Roberts, the restaurant over there. Yep. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. Roberts, I'd forget about that. I have a question for you. Bill Houghton, he's pretty much blind, isn't he? His, he's, his vision is not very good, and the guy paints his ass off. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I know Bob probably and Jimmy the best. Um, I graduated with Bob. And what's funny is they were, like a lot of us, maybe not the most studious. Um, <laughs> Why, why'd you look at me when you said that, Tom? <laughs> no, no, I'm only guys, looking internally. You guys invented one. remote learning, apparently. Um, but, man, they're wonderful guys and very successful and... Um, they are, but I mean, one of them I know their their vision is not very good, and hmm. I looked at his latest painting. It's brilliant. 
I think they have more uh, duck and pheasant stamps collectively right. yep. as a yep. team. And I, I don't know if it's – my understanding was I think they share. So it's one for all and all for one. So I think uh, maybe corporately they're combined. So when Bob wins one, they all I can't partake. imagine painting when you're blind, though. I, I mean, I get the whole – Beethoven thing and the ability for musicians to compose yeah. when they're deaf cause because you hear music it in your is head. math, right? Yeah, and you just lay it out, but and that belittles it a little. It's pretty. That's pretty astonishing. But to be able to paint, that's that's amazing. They're all um, photographed and then painted. So those are um, those guys are avid outdoorsmen and hunters. They live out uh, west mm-hmm. and. Uh, or west of the cities, I should I say. I think they live so, down by, um, is it Waconia? Yeah. I think exactly. they live in Waconia, yeah, they do. I, I know nice guy, nice guy. I only know one of them, but great guy. Yeah, no, they're, they are good guys, but they are avid outdoorsmen, and then they always have their camera with and mm-hmm. snap pictures, and then they paint the photo. You know, my he's actually not my brother-in-law because he never married uh, Sarah's oldest sister, but they've been living together for 35 years, so they're close. Uh, but he's an artist, and he does that photorealism with... Uh, airbrushes ah. and he's got stuff all over in fact uh in the new library there's a 10 foot wide mural of my youngest stepson dropping a whole bunch of books on the ground they took pictures of him outside the house and he turned it into this big mural and they paid him like 40 grand for it or something like wow. that there's a big money in that air uh so when i was a kid i hung around with uh well went to school with a woman named jennifer chapman and it's bud chapman's daughter yeah there you and go. when we were kids you know he painted all those fabulous golf holes mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff but didn't he just pass away uh, no he's he's like about 800 or okay. i don't know how old he is but <laughs> somebody he's, god I, I thought he did too well maybe he did but that, that would have been just like, died like real, a month ago yeah maybe because yeah. he would have been in his i'll look it up late I'll 90s it but um they used uh he made his living airbrushing uh, the Victoria's Secret and all that stuff. Because I remember as kids, they lived on Minneapolis Golf Course over off of Flag Avenue. Well, this is bad news, Tom. The first thing that yeah. came up was Bud Chapman's obituary. Oh, <laughs> yeah. boy. Sounds yeah. like you so you got to make some calls, Bud. Yeah. Hey, he died, uh, what's the day today? 30? He died 19 days ago. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah no wonder I hadn't. So 97 years old? Though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bud just died. He was, yeah, he was a hell of an artist. Nice, nice man, too. Yeah, they're all really good. Jennifer, I. Facebook friend. She lives out in L.A., and I don't talk to her much, but we connect every once in a while. But she's a great artist, too. I mean, the whole family are talented artists. Kind of like, you know, Andy, your family. <laughs> right. Talented well, artists. Talented artists. There's, hey, the there's, there's yeah. Fawny. Yeah. There's Fawny's art right, right up there. there. So she's good to go. An original Fawny. That's an original Fawny. <laughs> right unsigned, there. though, so it's not worth much. Uh, right. Did you hear what Sage said to me the other day? No. And I don't know where the hell he he's ever... He's what, just two? two? He just turned 25 two. or 26 months old? Yeah, he's like 25 months old now. That's exactly right. I have no idea where he heard this before. But apparently he wanted he wanted Nana to do something for him. And she said, I can't do that right now. Just I'll, I'll do it for you later. He walks up to me two years old and he goes, Bop, Bop, you're not a bum. Catherine is a bum. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
why, Catherine, all of a sudden it's Catherine. Where'd right. that come from? My favorite story of your grandchildren's <laughs> Unbelievable. Down Goes Frazier. Oh, yeah, they do it all the time. Every time they fall, now they go, Down Goes Frazier. Like the Howard Cosell call. It is hilarious. <laughs> Down Goes Frazier. That is pretty funny, man. One of the greatest things in the world, having grandkids, is unbelievable. It's amazing. So get off your ass, Andy. Let's go. That's right. It's just having the kids that's the getting there. Yeah, getting the rough there. journey. The stuff in the middle. Right. <laughs> well, again, I'll be very honest with you. I love them, but then they go home. Yeah. Well, that's going to be the best part, right? <laughs> they go home for the tough. I don't want to go to this bed. This one's smelly. <laughs> All that stuff. No, nah, it's terrific. It is great. No question about it. Well, that's why we're talking about this morning that there's a woman that uh, <laughs> that Joe Biden might pick for his vice president, and she basically on national TV said yesterday that all white people are racist. Who is that? She's uh, she's she works at the state level in is it Georgia? Where? Oh, is she the mayor of Georgia? It's not Val mayor Deming, of Atlanta. Is it? No, not her. It's not her. It's another woman. Who would you say, Timmy? Val Demings. Yeah, I think it was Val Demings. She's the one. Or Stacey Abrams. No, it's Val Demings. She's the one. You know what she's done for the past like forty years? I thought she was in. I thought she was a police chief at one point. She might have. She might have been. I don't know if it's Val Demings either. I'll I'll track her picture down. But she's Uh, basically. Yes, it is Val Demings. Is it? That that the one that said all white people are racist. Well, she. All I know is she's a vice presidential nominee for Joe Biden. Well, there are several of them, but she. uh, Oh, candidate. She's a piece of work, I'll tell you. She she spent the last. She needs any white votes. Yeah, well, that's what's so weird about it. <laughs> and the other thing is, she spent the last forty years supporting uh, Fidel Castro. Oh, good. Oh. So yeah, there I is if, that. I don't know if you know or not, but he he murdered about a hundred thousand people. So you might want to take a gander at that, there, old lady. But it just gets so frustrating because, like, really, this is about. We got Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and this chick. That's who we got. That's as good as it gets. Let's huh? just have the election tomorrow and get it over with. Did you oh. see uh, Trump's tweet on uh, affordable housing? No. Oh. Oh yeah, that was. What did he say now? Something to the uh, they uh, uh, oh. rolled back. Um, it was like a, 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 a low-income housing project and eliminated it for the suburbs. So he said you won't have to worry about affordable housings in the or affordable housing in the suburbs. Enjoy. So your property values will go up and the crime will go down. Basically say there's no black people right. in the suburbs. <laughs> That's not what he said. No, really. no. He said poor people. Poor right. people. Yes. But now, oh, I, I don't God. know why these people. Well, so yesterday was a big day for both of them again. Because did you see what Joe Biden said yesterday? I did not. He said, you know, the 2020 census, you know, the last two in 2020. What? <laughs> What the, he has no idea, what, and he went in an audit. He's up at the microphone, has no idea where he is. Welcome to Delwood. Oh, that's right. They we're going there tomorrow. These are our two presidential candidates that we got. One guy that won't shut up on Twitter, and the other guy can't remember anything. I just want to see a debate between a live oh, between, God. between the two Hideous. of them would be so entertaining. You're thinking of Karen Bass, by the way. That's who I'm thinking of. Is Karen Bass? That's exactly right. Did she? Did she say right there? She hates white people. Uh, she did praise Castro. Oh, she loved Castro. So oh, she followed Castro. There's that whole thing. Followed Castro for 40 years. He thought he was a great leader. 
Big fan. Yeah. Killed 100,000 people there, Karen. But other than that, and by the way, get <laughs> new glasses. Those look terrible. <laughs> Any of you have there. your picks for who he might take? I'm thinking uh, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Uh, she. The problem that she has, of course, is that she wants to give free health care to 22 million immigrants. Well, uh, hard. You know and how much our health care would cost Warren's if you did that? Elizabeth Warren's your other choice, too. I mean, you know. I think Tammy Duckworth's in the top three, too. I still don't understand. Would you just, how about Tulsi Gabbard? She'd fight back. You know what? What's and wrong with her? She defended him. She defended Biden. She defended Biden, too. Exactly. After Tulsi Kamala Gabbard. Harris attacked him. Why are you t- looking at me like I've got anything to do with this? Because <laughs> you're a Democrat. It's your oh, deal. Yes. We're all getting together for barbecue this well, I'm weekend. Not a Republican it's or actually Democrat. fried tofu because of all the vegans. I've got to find it in somewhere, man. You know what? All these programs, though, in the Ryan household where we're south of rich and north of poor, you get nothing. Well, I mean, yeah. you, you know, did we you never drive, qualify. Did you drive the Porsche here or the Ferrari? Uh, these are called car keys, Doug, and they're... Ah. They, that's a Triumph TR6. There you go. Oh, God, we're over here. A lot of poor folks rolling around in those. Oh, God. Tim, we'll talk to you next Thursday. All right. Have a good weekend, and I want your report on Most Wanted next time I talk with you. I'll get it done, Timmy. Thank you. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye, Tim. We'll be back with Car Selling Secrets.